I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hi, my name is Tanya and welcome to Her Addiction Podcast. I'm going to pray before I begin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this day, Father God. Thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for everyone, uh, the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, that uh, you would touch them in a special way today, Lord, that you would give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that perceives and comes to the understanding of all that you want to say and do in their lives. Lord God, I thank you for your love, Lord Jesus, the love of God that is far-reaching, Lord. I pray that that love penetrate hearts today, Lord God. God, that walls come down in the name of Jesus, that you bring healing, Lord, spirit, soul, and body, Lord. You are Jehovah Rapha, the great physician and the God who heals. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what you did in the times when you walked the earth, you're still doing today, Lord God. You're a miracle-working God. And I thank you for miracles, Lord Jesus. In your name, amen. So I'd like to um, begin by giving a little bit of my testimony. Um, I went to Mary's Song three times. I was in the program three times. Uh, The first time I came and I completed 10 months. The second time I came, I completed... Um, an entire year I graduated the program and the third time I came back I did a six months so um, through my journey this before coming back this last and final time I um, was thinking God what is wrong with me what am I missing I mean there's something that I I'm not getting that everyone else is getting, Lord. I don't understand why I continue to make the same mistakes and to fall over and over and over again. And um, God's love reached me in the midst of all of that. His love saw beyond my walls, beyond my stubbornness, beyond my rebellion, And he delivered me and he set me free. So the last and final time that I came back, he delivered me from a spirit of rebellion, which I had no idea that I had. Makes sense today because that's why no matter how hard I tried to get it together on my own, I didn't have the power to do it. I couldn't, as hard as I tried and struggled and strived, I could not get it together. But in one second, 
God's love broke through all of that and he delivered me from that spirit of rebellion and he came with a key and he unlocked my heart. Those walls came down and he reached that little girl that had been locked away so long ago. You know, we set up walls in our lives to protect protect us from things that have hurt us or from people that have hurt us or rejected us. We build walls around our hearts and we won't let anything or anyone in. God wants to come in and God wants to heal that place with his love. And that's, um, you know, that's why so many people we run around trying to uh, fill this gaping hole that we have in our heart with drugs or with alcohol or with um, food or social media or uh, men. It doesn't matter what the addiction is. We're trying to fill a hole and a void that we have in our lives that only Jesus can fill. He created us with a purpose. He has a plan for our lives, and it's a good plan. It's a plan to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a hope in a future. So what you're actually searching for is Jesus. He created you with that longing in your heart that you're trying to fill with all these worldly things, and none of it satisfies only God can satisfy that longing in your heart because he placed it there. So, you you know, you just need to get on your knees and pray and ask God to come into that place and to fill that longing in your heart with himself. He loves you so much and there's no pain that is too great and there's no sin that is too bad that his love cannot reach. He did it for me and I know that he can do it for you. So, and it doesn't, it also, it doesn't matter how many times that you have failed, how many times you've fallen, God can restore all that. He redeems the time. He restores everything. You need to repent, turn around. Turn away from your sins and turn back to the Lord. He's waiting and he's willing to heal that place and to forgive you of all your sins. I wrote this paper the other day on uh, unimaginable love. And I'd like to share it with you. And, you know, if you think about it, God loved us so much that he left his throne room in heaven. He didn't have to, but he chose to. It's not an addiction problem that we have. It's a sin problem. And God loves us so much. And he wants to restore back the relationship that we had with him from the garden when sin first entered into the world. That's why he left his throne room and he came to the earth to become a man, to become a human being, knowing full well what he would go through, being uh, mocked, 
and rejected, beaten, spit upon. He knew it all. And he still chose to willingly do that because he loves us that much. And it's hard to to wrap your brain around that or to comprehend that kind of love. Because we've never experienced that kind of love. But you can experience that kind of love. And John 3.16 says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Love is so much more than anything we could ever comprehend. God is the very essence of love, and we will never in this lifetime reach the end of understanding so great a love. God's love is perfect, and it's complete and unconditional. He loves without measure. His love is pure and selfless. It's agape love, which is the highest expression of love. It is the love of God seen through the cross, restoring humanity back to intimacy with our creator. And that's what he originally planned since the garden. His love is a sacrificial love that binds deity with humanity. We become one with God in that love. God's love for the human race is unimaginable and a race that repeatedly and willfully rebelled against him. God's love sees beyond our rebellion to his son. So if the son sets you free, you are free indeed. And that's from John 8, 36. God's love sees what we can become in Christ. And through his son, he gave us the most precious gift of all, his very own Holy Spirit that fills us. That spirit fills us with living waters. Those living waters restores our soul and gives us peace, love, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And he gives us that love so that we can in turn pour that love out onto others and to reach out to a broken and dying world so that they too can experience the passionate, overwhelming, all-consuming, never-ending love that is found in the person of Jesus Christ. And here's a word from Spurgeon on the unimaginable, immeasurable love of God. Whence came that love? Not from anything outside of God himself. God's love springs from himself. He loves because it's in his nature to do so. He is love. As I have said already, nothing upon the face of the earth could merit love. Though there was much to merit his displeasure, this stream of love flows from its own secret source in the eternal deity, and it owes nothing to any earth-born rain or rivulet. It springs from beneath the everlasting throne and fills itself full from the springs of infinite. God loved because he is love. 
When we inquire why the Lord loved this one or that, we have to come back to our Savior's answer to the question, Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. God has such love in his nature that he must let it flow forth to a world that is perishing by its own willful sin. And when it flowed forth, it was so deep, so wide, so strong that even inspiration could not compute its measure. And therefore, the Holy Spirit gave us that great little word, so, and left us to attempt the measurement according as we perceive more and more of divine love. Today is a day of salvation to everyone who believes. Now is the time. Jesus is calling. Surrender to him. Surrender the pain. Surrender the sin. Surrender your life to God. Jesus Christ is calling you now. Turn back. Turn to Jesus. He's waiting with arms wide open and a heart exposed to love you back to life. And I pray in the name of Jesus that God pour out his grace upon you, that he enables you to lay it all down and to surrender. Lord, I pray that you break through every wall Give them the ability, Lord God, to surrender mind, body, and spirit to, to your love, Lord God. Your perfect love that casts out all fear. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I am ordained. I've been set free, and he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I am a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony.